All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I know it's uh, it's been a little bit. I uh, <coughs> ah, just like you missed. Um, I had big plans to uh, talk to do a couple of these while I was out of town, and it just uh, it didn't pan out that way. So, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we went about a week without recording anything. So, but we're back. We're back in the saddle here. So, um. Not a ton to uh, to kind of update y'all on. It like how much can happen. I'm living in a hotel for a week, right? So, um, not a ton of developments. There was one. There was one that I can't talk about, um, and <laughs> we'll. Uh, I think we get into that a little bit. This one again. We're attempting to uh, to do a script for it, so. And lucky you guys, this is a rare sober one because I am recording a lot or uh, a little earlier than I normally would, and I'm going out tonight, so. Um, I have to stay sober. Can I do one of these without saying um? Autumn and I were talking about this the other day, and she was saying that she feels my. Uh, Verbal communication is a lot stronger than I, I think I like to admit it is. And my, my response was, when I can make it through an entire sentence, thinking off the top of my head without saying, um, that's when I'll know I've leveled up because we're not there yet. So, uh, there you go. Fuck. <laughs> uh, but I hope everybody had a good week. Um, not like... It's just it's out of town work, right? So we're just working long hours, and then you go back to the hotel, and there's nothing to do but drink, basically, which is all I did. I just drank and watched Clone Wars, so not a whole lot of excitement there, work-wise. Um, but yeah not a ton of admin shit to catch you guys up on nothing no real big developments honestly or none that I'm willing to talk about on the show anymore so um for now let's just uh let's get into it uh ba 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 and you know what this is kind of a rehash I should have looked at the script before I fucking started <laughs> running my fucking mouth uh we are home from the out of town job at least for the weekend not much to report about the work there really wasn't much to it Simple stuff, really, just a bad set of circumstances for the job, which is not a new phenomenon, if I'm being honest. I do have to admit I was very wrong about the fellow running the job and definitely should have stepped back to consider the whole picture before rushing to judgment like I often do. Another time I've had to learn this lesson, when do we all think it will finally sink in? So, um, I don't want to do this off the, uh, the iPad, it's easier off my phone, but... Bear with me here, guys. Fully unprepared. Shock horror. Um, where's my notes app? Good lord. There we go. Sink, you fucker. Um, yeah, the way that my office kind of made this job sound, it really sounded like it was just kind of like a, an orphanage on fire. Just everything gone wrong. Nothing like just no explanation they just needed a strong uh senior guy to like go out there and kind of pull it out of the fire 
And then I get out there and I find out like, oh, well, material was delayed for like three weeks and the guys we have out there all kind of suck except for one dude and like there's unreasonable there's an unreasonable timeline on us um like not that that's unusual for any job that we do lately but it was more the fact that there was like um fuck wait one Yeah, it was more the fact that it was, like, these material shortages especially. Like, how are you going to kind of get upset with the guys that are out there for not producing at the level you want them to when the material that we need to do the production didn't show up? Just the supplier just decided not to bring it. So, (laughs) Um, yeah, it was definitely a little miscommunication because I got out there and I was like, oh. Well, you guys are in, like, not bad shape here. The uh, drywallers wanting to board the walls yesterday, notwithstanding. But, like, we're not the only holdup there. So, um, yeah, definitely a bit of somebody. Wires got crossed somehow between the field staff and the office, which, like, shock horror. When does that ever happen? But, um, and then Caillou. Um, I was wrong-ish about Caillou. And shock horror, I shot my mouth off without uh, thinking. When has that ever got us in trouble before, right, guys? <laughs> and girls. <laughs> um, so when he was at the job, the Frenchman and I are, are a little bit just wrapped on, like, he was not producing. And he was slow, and he was making tons of mistakes, and, like, the way he was running, doing his job, his work just really wasn't up to our standards. And then I got to talking to him while I'm out there, and he's telling me, like, oh, like, why would I want to really try for the Frenchman when he's so mean and just gives me shit all the time. Like I'm just going to kind of phone it in. So it was kind of like a self-eating snake where it was like the Frenchman's mad at him cause he's not producing, but he's not producing because the Frenchman's mad at him. Rinse, wash, repeat ad nauseum. Right. So not a great excuse, but it turns out like when this dude is engaged and invested in what he's doing, he actually isn't half bad. So I was pleasantly surprised when I got out there because I thought I was walking into like a nightmare with him. But, um, yeah, I was very, very pleasantly surprised by what I saw. And we had a few conversations just kind of about, um, like, I, I think he's being too nice to these guys. And he's saying, um, like, there has to be some incentive because we can barely find anybody to come to this this job out of town. So, like, it's it's hard to uh, really discipline everybody when we need to keep morale up and all that, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, look, man, these guys signed up for it. Like, they knew what they were getting into. And there are some premiums here on top of your normal outrageously high pay for some of these guys. So... On the one hand, like, yeah, we do have to keep morale up because out-of-town work is tough. But at the same time, like, it's not a fucking daycare. And I'm not, we're not running a fucking social club here. So, like, there's a time and a place. And I I expect to see some fucking pep in the step for the benefits we're getting for being out here. So, you know, 
that was my take and i just kind of told him like hey man like you got to find a balance because this was the part that i always hated when i was running jobs is like being the bad guy especially and it's even more difficult when we're all staying in the same hotel and shit like thank fuck we're not sharing rooms but um yeah somebody's gonna go home at the end of the day with hurt fucking feelings but hey you're getting paid a lot of money to be out here and the company is paying for your hotel room and your gas and your travel time to get out to the bumfuck nowhere where the job is like you need to be producing sorry it's not a little vacation in bumfuck alberta on the reserve so you know and he'll find that balance it's it's the same kind of problem that like i ran into when i was running jobs is that they handed him a set of prints and the keys to a company vehicle and just said good luck basically and then like not a ton of support from from the higher ups and a lot of like learning on the job as he goes so he was telling me all this and i was just giggling and he's like what's so funny and i said bro why do you think i don't run fucking jobs anymore it was shit like this i did it for three years and it just never ended and i wasn't improving and i was making mistakes so i just finally had enough and said hey man my health is not worth the perks i get for being a leader so maybe we can revisit this in a few years but uh that time is not now. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of being away from home. And the uh, the hotel options are pretty limited in this tiny little town that's on tribal land. So uh, we ended, uh, I'm pretty sure we're in a two-star hotel, but it has a water slide. So I guess that makes up for everything. Um, but two-star is definitely... Like, not to be a bougie little bitch here, but it's definitely a little bit below my standards and what I would typically stay in. And this place has definitely shown all two of its stars <laughs> in the week I was there. So, um, and like just kind of reality very suddenly making itself known. The first night I was out there, I'm all settled in, the truck's unloaded, I'm just kind of getting everything organized and set up for the next day and i go outside for for a d'artagnan and there's two fucking rcmp cruisers at the front of the hotel and some drunk guy like screaming his head off and i don't really think anything of it and on my way back in um or on my way out i had held the door for a guy going in not knowing that he was a guy that worked for us and the drunk guy yelling at the front of the hotel had just smashed the windshield on his car in with a rock because they wouldn't let him in the hotel because he was too drunk so that was definitely like a bit of an eye-opener in the first line like ooh, i am not in the safe little suburbs i'm nor i'm used to <laughs> i'm definitely somewhere slightly more dangerous so i pulled all my tools out of my truck and <coughs> threw them in the hotel room with me for the night but <laughs> And, like, what a way to start the week, right? Like, some drunk guy fucking smashes your windshield in with a rock, which bounced off his car and ended up in the back of my truck, which I thought was kind of funny. So, uh, definitely eventful. And then, like, an hour later, I walked outside, and down the road, there was an ambulance, because I'm assuming somebody got hit by a car or something. The hotel's right on, right off Highway 2, so. Um, so, yeah, definitely a bit of a shocker. And then we come to find out, like, the hotel's a block, two blocks up from like a homeless shelter basically so all these all that kind of crowd tends to congregate in that area at night 
um, which is great for us. <laughs> but really, there's no other fucking options because every hotel is on the hi- is on Highway Two, so there's always going to be that kind of like transient um, degeneracy, no matter where you go. So um, we just kind of grinned and bared it, and that was really the only exciting thing that happened. Nothing else, not touch wood. But uh, um, you know, and I I did take the whole podcast setup out there. It's like I said, it's fairly fucking mobile. It all fit in the backpack with room for about six more things. So, and I'm actually probably going to condense it even more because uh, we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, I had every intention of doing, you know, a podcast or two while I was out there and getting some writing done and blah, blah, blah. But it turns out um, working 10 hour days jackhammer and concrete for 10 straight hours leaves me pretty fucking tired so by the time i got back to the hotel i was just kind of like mm, we're gonna eat kfc and get drunk and watch clone wars so <laughs> that is pretty well what we did the whole week is work and eat fast food and drink rum and coke so um there was one big adventure to the fucking bumfuck hotel or hotel hospital because this all kind of happened so fast i ran out of time to get a refill on my inhaler and as soon as I hit the hit the hotel room, it was like a low-level asthma attack. And I put up for it, with it for about two days before I thought, okay, no, this has to get dealt with. So I ended up at the hospital after work one day. And it was honestly the best healthcare experience I've ever had in Alberta. I was in and out in 35 minutes, which, if you know our terrible, terrible fucking healthcare system, is shocking. And everyone I told was like, holy fuck, is that... For real, that's how fat. Like any of my any listeners from America, like you guys, <clears throat> all think it's so great up here because we have free healthcare. It's really not. It really, really is not. The only kind of benefit is that it is free, and it doesn't cost me a thousand dollars to go see a doctor and get a script refilled. Um. <laughs> so, um, if fuck, that's a whole other rant. If I ever get the Frenchman on here, um, I'm sure him and I will dig deep into it. Maybe Carl has some thoughts on this, too. Who knows? She's a well-educated woman. Um, um, Jeez. (coughs) So, yeah, not a lot of podcasting from the road. And, uh, you know, the room wasn't really set up for it correctly because I brought the boom arm. And then every single fixed point where I could put a fucking boom arm had, like, a rounded edge that the boom arm wouldn't clamp onto. So... Um, it was not great, but I, uh, I had some new gear show up today, more of a stationary kind of mic stand. So I'll be bringing that instead of the boom arm next week. And then we'll kind of see what we see once we're out there. So look forward to that because it kind of, um, it kind of, Really fucking suck not doing podcasts and not writing and scripting and stuff because it honestly just is a nice little way to work shit out that I'm kind of dealing with. And even though I we say like, yeah, there's not a lot going on right now, like everything's good, blah, blah, blah. There's still like, there's always something that I'm noodling around in the old head. So, and then life happens and stuff. So, and, and you know, what? we're just going to read this verbatim just because I don't really feel like paraphrasing this and I feel like I said what I needed to say when I wrote it last night. So um, on top of the work stuff and just general exhaustion, I was working through something while I was out there, although it's since been resolved. 
I don't really want to get too much into it because it would only belabor the point, but it definitely feels like a turning point, and I, I really fucking hate that I had to do it. Um, it's killing me inside to have to have done it, but it was very necessary. Uh, one day I'll dig into this a bit more and elaborate, but that time is not now. Safe to say it was April related and you can use your imagination to fill in the blanks. So like I wrote, we're not really gonna really dig too much into this. Uh, we're not going to dig, dig into it at all. Honestly, I just safe to say, um, I had to make a choice and I made it and it really fucking sucked to do for me like for her i'm sure it was nothing so but that's just kind of life right so anyway <clears throat> um so okay so i wrote this last night with every intention of recording this episode last night and I actually just ended up getting too drunk and then I was too tired and Autumn and I were just kind of talking so it made it a little too difficult to sit down and record with all the voice notes going back and forth so I'll try and correct myself when I say yesterday I mean Friday uh in this section anyway so you like as we as we all know or maybe we don't I can't honestly not remember I need to start like a freaking bible for the podcast where I put in the fucking episode I can put episodes in and what I talked about. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Let's just rehash it if I haven't talked about it. Um, so Master Carl, the little bit Master Carl uh, reached out. Uh, it was this week, so maybe I didn't put it in the podcast and said she would be more. She, After listening to episode 25 and me kind of hype her up, she wants, to, she wants to come on and just talk about theology and stuff, blah, blah, blah. I did talk about this in episode 25. Did I? I don't fucking know. Is this any better when I'm sober? Like, I feel like it's not. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Carl's going to come on. And we're still nailing down the specifics and blah, blah, blah. Like I said, Kayla's going to come on two weeks ago. And it just work shit happened, life shit. So, but, um, yeah, once my schedule's kind of not so fucked around here with uh, being out of town, Carl and I will nail something down and we'll... uh, go from there <laughs> she she has tentatively picked out an episode title too so i'm thankful for that because <laughs> i'm running out of ideas here honestly some of them just come naturally and then some of them like this one and the last one are just kind of like what do, what do i call this <sighs> oh yawns a little ahead fuck um and there's a small chance there's a chance more than likely that I'll just end up going to Carl's house and doing it because like I said the podcast setup is very very mobile so and there's a if we do that there's a very strong chance you will hear Carl's adorable dog because Carl and I were trading voice notes the other week the other day and I could hear this dog in the background just huffing and puffing and growling and playing so um and from what I can tell she sounds like a very, very kind of curious dog about the goings-on around her, so I'm sure I'll end up going, whoa, as I get a nose in the crotch or something. But, uh, yeah, Carl has assured me she is a very well-behaved senorita, and everything she does, she learned from Carl, including and not limited to uh, licking people's hands. And the first question I asked is, Carl, do you go around licking people's hands? <laughs> so we don't know. we don't know where the dog picked it up, but... It wasn't from Carl. Um, And then 
on top of, you know, Carl kind of finally agreeing to bless us all with her presence and wisdom on the podcast, her and I got it uh, into theology again on Friday for a few hours. And it's really kind of left me with quite a bit to think about. Um, like Carl and I tend to kind of debate the same few points and just come at them from different angles and circle out. And then it just ends up becoming like this circular debate about, well, I don't want to surrender. I don't want to quit dating. Like I like raw dogging too much, blah, blah, blah. And, um, we just kind of attack it from different angles and it's kind of a stalemate right now. Nobody's really winning because I'm not any closer to fully recommitting to the faith and, well, Carl is pretty deep rooted, so and I'm not trying to lead her astray. So there's no real winners here, except I get to have really interesting conversations with somebody. So, <laughs> um, you know what? But she does have like the patience of a saint or something less charged for like dealing with me and these same fucking five or six things that I struggle with. But uh, I finally did talk her into sending voice notes because I was tired of writing giant essays on Instagram, so. When we tried Instagram, like, clean your shit up. Why is there a fucking one-minute limit on voice notes on within Instagram messaging? Like, fuck off. I'm not moving to Facebook Messenger. Suck shit. So, um, yeah, so we moved from sending outrageously long essays to each other to sending outrageously long voice notes to each other because I felt bad at first. I was like, ooh, fuck three minutes <laughs> real sorry and then she started firing off like four and five minute ones and i was like okay well this is the kind of discussion we're going to be having here then um but she had one real good parlor that kind of stuck with me and uh shock horror it was the one that had almost nothing to do with faith so um carl is definitely of the opinion that i i should not be dating right now when i uh, self-admittedly have said that I'm not like fully ready to be dating again and you know I half agree with her because my my attitude especially before autumn was kind of like well I'm not really ready probably but like I'll become I'll get I'll I'll end up ready by the time anything serious kind of comes along and that's sort of how it's gone for the most part he said, um, um, yeah, uh, but, 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 lost my fucking train of thought there. Yeah. Like I definitely half agree with her and I definitely half agree with her, but, uh, at the same time, I'm definitely not going to stop because Things are going really, really well with Autumn right now. And with this other situation resolved, that resolution, I don't want to say too much about it, but um, things are going very well with uh, with Autumn right now. So I've kind of adopted like this wait and see attitude um, because... I can see it going either way, and I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Honestly, I should probably just stick to the script, but Carl had said on Friday, like, she felt the saying, hurt people, hurt people, was fair, was 
in particular applicable to to me um in my current state and you know i don't i don't fully disagree with her in that sense but at the same time like do i not deserve a little bit of fucking happiness here um especially after i have written here like the last year but like the last four fucking months can i just be happy for a little bit especially after april like fuck me man how many times am i gonna just get absolutely kicked in the fucking dick before it's my turn to be a little bit happy so i've i've found some and i'm kind of just holding on to it so um but then again circles right back around to faith because carl brought it right back around to faith and i knew she was gonna um in that uh uh fuck wait one Oh, I need a fucking cough button. Um, yeah, it circles right back around to faith in the sense that, like, should I should I be dating a non-Christian? Um, knowing what a struggle it ended, up, it ended up being with January at the end of that relationship. Like, that was a big part of what initially kind of sent me down the decline, uh, the path of, like, it's finally time to kind of end things with, with January um, because I want somebody who can really share this with me right so january wasn't able to do that and wasn't able to be that person anymore so um and carl definitely had the saying and this is what all all christians say to to someone like struggling with this kind of problem is like well you don't want to be unevenly yoked like blah blah there's some very famous verse i'd have to dig into it or just ask Carl I can never remember where it is I think it's in Matthew but the idea is well it's fairly self-explanatory honestly you don't want to be unevenly yoked a Christian and a non-Christian like (sighs) so and I just had to tell Carl like hey man I am well versed and aware and just all around knowledgeable about this struggle of being unevenly yoked but I am also not as committed as I was when January and I were coming to an end there. So how, how unevenly yoked are Autumn and I really? But again, that leads back to deeper faith questions. Um, kind of like, well, how engaged am I? Can I find my way back with how far I've pulled away? Do I want to find my way back? And Carl and I have definitely kind of discussed that those topics, or relatable related ones like ad nauseum, like what is holding me back from fully recommitting to the faith again. Um, and I still haven't really fucking noodled out a real acceptable by my standards answer. Um, and a lot of that is like, well, I just try not to think about it because if I, I feel like if I really, really put my mind to it and kind of dug deep and was like, why, what is holding me back? Like, why, why don't I want to return? It would reveal a lot of kind of, not a lot, but a few unflattering things about me as a person and how I want to live my life. And I don't want to fucking deal with that. Um, 
so for now, I just say that I like dating and the fun that comes with that. I like drinking despite the destructive effect it may have on me. I like living in the world despite knowing that it, it'll it not be what fulfills me in the end. Like I'm kind of a man in denial about faith and dating, and I'm choosing to stay that way, at least for now. Um, I don't want to change as much as I think I might need to. And as much as this is supposed to be a period of healing and self-reflection and learning, I'm definitely neglecting some of one. Oh, what? I made a spelling mistake. Fuck. I'm neglecting one or more of those things to one degree or another because like self-reflection. Yeah, I spend half my fucking day self-reflecting. And learning, we're always learning. Every day, you learn something new. Uh, you should anyway. If you're not, you're doing something wrong. So, um, but like, and then healing is like the hardest one to kind of stick with, right? Because the past kind of keeps coming back and kicking me in the dick and reminding me that hey, you're still stuck back here, you stupid goose. So. It really kind of, but maybe date. Maybe dating is the reason that healing is so hard because I don't want to say it, motherfucker. Well, that's a little annoying. Uh, I will not be elaborating, but. <laughs> I don't know as much as when Carl and I are talking and we're really like hitting on all cylinders and I'm picking up what she's putting down and I really like start to vibe with it. The next day always comes and I just think I don't want to give some of this up. I really, really don't. And how much of that is the enemy kind of whispering in my ear that it's not worth it to give it up and I deserve to have some good blah 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 man what did Carl say she had one where it was like you know becoming a Christian doesn't make mean life is like gonna be fucking easy all the time like we're warned like it's gonna make shit harder and you're gonna probably suffer more than you would if you weren't one so and thankfully I had um I was very well prepared for that reality because nobody really sugarcoated that for me. Every, un, everyone I talked to before I really committed was kind of like, hey man, it's awesome. It's going to fucking suck though a lot of the time. So you just need to be prepared for that. So I thought I was and then turns out I wasn't shock horror. So I don't know. I just know some things I would have to stop and some things I would have to give up if I really lean fully back into it and it's just I just aren't ready yet <laughs> and I don't know that I'll ever be so very much kind of a catch-22 situation I found myself in here which is just absolutely fantabulous um Uh, we kind of glommed on. Yeah, you know what? We'll just read this 
verbatim as I wrote it and move on shortly. Uh, and the elephant in the room, at least from my perspective, maybe not so much for the audience since I've tried to fully avoid talking about it the last few episodes, but I also know that I'm not as subtle as I pretend I am. Obviously, there's been some April developments, duh, because I fucking mentioned it at the front of the show, and I genuinely wish I could talk about them on the show, but it's at the point where I need to not. So any and all April content gets relegated to the vault, never to be released. But fuck, do I wish I could talk about it because I need to. Um, and that's all we'll say about that. There is vaulted content that will never be released because it's not, it shouldn't be podcast content. It should just be between her and I, and she has no interest in hearing it. And I will just keep it vaulted. So moving on. <laughs> what, have, what have we learned this week is what I have written here. Um, first of all, nobody fucking humbles me faster than Master Carl. Uh, that's for damn sure. Uh, she just, she has a very unique way of like cutting through all my shit and getting very straight to the point in a way that really forces me to look at what I'm doing and the motivations behind it. And it's very uncomfortable because Carl just seems to know how to get through to me and you wouldn't think so after I just spent like five, six minutes talking about like, oh, I just like drinking and fucking so much. Like, I'll never come back. But it's the devil. But she really does have a way of kind of making me go, oh, you are living poorly here, fella. And not the way you should be. And you know you are. And you're, how long can you ignore it? How long, how long can you pretend that you're not fucking up? Uh, a little while longer from the sounds of things. So, <laughs> but how much harder will it be to uh, kind of be this jokey, in denial bag of shit I am when Carl's sitting across the table from me, looking at me, going, "Come on, man! Like, figure the fuck out." And she took issue with the way I described it in one of the other episodes. So, just to clarify here, editor's note: Carl does not talk to me like that. She's a lot kinder. I just kind of paraphrase in the worst way possible. Creative license. It's my fucking podcast. I'll say whatever I want. So, but yes, Carl is a lot nicer about it. Lest anyone thinks she is some like ruthless fucking bitch, just ruining my life. She's not. She's very kind about it. In the most Carl way possible, but <laughs> um, yes, Carl definitely she fucking humbles me very quickly, uh, like nobody can, except for maybe my father. But uh, you know, it's it's definitely again, and this is not the first time this has happened, but it definitely makes me kind of appreciative and laugh at the silliness of kind of God's timing and how that works because. The way oh, I'm trying to paraphrase this without it sounding like I'm reading and I fucked it up. Uh, I'm very appreciative for the weird way God's timing works for bringing her back into my life because she is she's a much needed sounding board in reality reality check for a lot of things. Like there's a very much kind of a spooky aspect to Carl in that we're kind of on the same wavelength, like about a lot of stuff unknowingly, and then we'll start to talk about something and I'll be like, oh, I had this on the brain and she'll be like, me too, what the fuck? So there's a lot of like spookiness to Carl and I's little theology debates, but very, very cool, very much can see kind of some something working in that, but uh, she's also a very needed reality check since I don't really have a ton of that in my life, especially now that I'm not seeing the Frenchman every day. 
Um, so as nice as that is, do I fully listen to her and take her advice? Um, no, no, I do not. <laughs> not always anyway, because I'm still a, like a stubborn little boy. I'm, and I'm convinced I can, I can do it on my own without any help, despite repeatedly being shown that I can't. So, and will that attitude lead to a catastrophic mess in my life? Uh, more than likely, if we're being honest with ourselves. Um, and dating, dating continues to be a point of contention, at least, uh, within me and myself. Like I know I deserve to be happy and I deserve to have all these good things that I found in autumn. Um, and Carl really kind of exposed me on this on Friday. Like the worry is there constantly in the back of my head, like, are you healed enough for this? Because if you're not, she's going to end up hurt and it's not going to be her fault. And is that fair? And I spend a lot of time in my own head about this and other things that kind of affect what I, what I feel affect my readiness to be dating. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of something I noodle around in the head because autumn is just this kind genuine nice person who really deserves the best and I'm and you know what I deserve the best too not not to say that I don't but she I'm really hoping she's not going to be another one who had the misfortune of being tangled up with me um and I'm going to do everything I can to avoid that but uh there's no but I'm going to do everything I can to avoid that Mm, and you know what, eventually I'll do like a podcast, a proper one about all this and just kind of lay all this shit out on the table. Uh, but right now I just kind of, it's all jumbled in my head and it's a mess and I don't really want to sit down and try and write it out because I'll just end up hurting my own feelings and breaking my own heart a little bit. So for now I choose blissful ignorance um, despite the dangers that that attitude presents and the, the damage I know it can do, but, uh, we're still a little bit selfish, I guess. Um, which leads us nicely into the next question. Can we all tell that it's been over a week since I've talked to Jilly? <laughs> uh, <coughs> geez, I had to put therapy on pause with the out of town Tom fuckery. Um, and thank fuck I did because if I'd had a, a session scheduled this week, a, ses a session scheduled there's a little bit of a tongue twister uh, a session scheduled this week it would have been a fucking mess because uh, there's like there's no way we could have done our normal proper sessions out there with how absolute trash the hotel Wi-Fi is and I get like no service in this town uh, shock horror probably because it's on the fucking reserve um, so I have a very strong feeling Jelly's going to be very disappointed in me when we reconnect here in a week or two, depending on how long the rest of this job goes, but, uh, excuse me, I definitely, I haven't even fucking started the homework, like, I'm feeling like a very bad student, like, I'm letting Jilly down, which, <laughs> I'm letting my therapist down, what does that say about me? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, so yeah, like, overall, like I said at the front, it wasn't a terrible week, it was fine, it was... Honestly, easier work than I have been doing lately. Well, demo's pretty fucking easy. But chipping concrete's a little harder on me, personally, than demo. Well, 
it's kind of 50 50 actually should i breathe in at the at the haunted spooky pooping site so uh but you know overall it wasn't a terrible week just kind of days flew by and made a couple extra bucks so uh just a lot of this stuff has just come from kind of talking to carl on friday and her giving me the gears gently as a friend um I'm definitely going to attempt, oh my god, I was drunk by the end of this, I'm, I'll definitely attempt to better to get more than, <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, I had or, I have ordered the new mic stand, I'm staring at it right now in the bar, um, so that'll be coming out with me instead of the boom arm, and maybe we can get an episode or two out from the road, from the hotel room, and see what we see, and that, uh, <sighs> Excuse me. Mm. Yeah, the the mic stand should definitely make things a little more manageable in a traveling situation. Because the boom arms are nice, but they're not always practical in a mobile kind of scenario. So, um, and I really fucking hate not being able to do the podcast. We've discovered um, it's a very it's a creative and emotional outlet for me that I really really have come to rely on. So even going a week without it, kind of fucking blue. And I don't want to break the habit I've gotten into of doing the show because even sitting down to do this one, I was like, oh, do I have to? Like, fuck, I'm so tired. I just want to play Starfield or watch Clone Wars. But I'm really, really glad I did, honestly. And, um, you know, the podcast is just therapy light. It's it's extra therapy for, well, not free because all this shit costs money. But, um, you know, I... I do get a ton out of it and yarning about it. And then half the time Carlo texts me and have pulled some perler out of one of the episodes or something. So, um, but yeah, that is the report from the last week. Like I said, not a ton fucking happened. The most exciting shit was on Friday when Carl and I fucking got to yarning. So, uh, I'm very much looking forward to getting her on the show, honestly, because as much as she has told me like, she doesn't feel that anyone should maybe be taking advice from her. Like to me, she seems like she knows what she's talking about and has a very reasonable head on her shoulders and has learned through trial and error and experience. And that's, that's the kind of someone you want to listen to who's learned by doing. So I say want to learn from, even though I choose to kind of disregard all the things Carl tells me to do because I'm a stubborn old fucking mule. But, uh, you know, that's the way it's always been for me anyway, is I got to learn the hardest way fucking possible and, and help anyone who, like, Lord help anyone who tries to get me to do it another way. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be better about getting some content out from the hotel now that I've kind of acclimatized to the out-of-town schedule. I'm back at home for the weekend. I leave again tomorrow, allegedly. I haven't heard anything. I should probably follow up on that, but, um, um... End of the episode housekeeping. Um, yeah, you know, I don't really care where you guys are coming from at this point because <laughs> nobody wants to tell me. But, you know, if you have any thoughts or anything, at the bottom of the Spotify episode page, there is that Q&A section where it just says, what do you think of the episode? Just fucking throw your shit in there. I'm just very curious to hear from listeners and what they think and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then again, in the note, in the script here, I have put the, put the podcast email in the show notes, fuckface. Uh, <laughs> and I, I did write that. So, uh, did you know the podcast has an email? It is dumber every day, 42 at gmail.com. Name of the show four two no spaces at gmail.com. 
Um, send me your questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, criticisms. Um, and the same thing I've said the last couple, like if you just have something you need to get off your chest, you can just fire it my way and I can talk about it or not. It's up to you, but, um, everyone should kind of know like, Hey, you're not alone. And if you're struggling with something, I'm more than happy to try and yarn yarn it out with you. So, uh, other than that, um, I hope y'all had a great week and I will, um, and are having a great weekend and just to throw it out there for all my Canadians and Americans, uh, happy Remembrance and Veterans Day to all our service members and first responders out there. Like, thank you guys for, for all you do. And to those who aren't with us anymore, like, thank you for making your your sacrifices not unnoticed or forgotten. And I think we, especially in North America, could be a lot more appreciative of our our armed forces and first responders. So just something to think about. And this is kind of hypocritical because I'm mentioning it at the end of the show, but like take a minute and kind of reflect on that your our way of life had a price. Not so much as Americans, but, uh, you know, it does come with a cost. So definitely something you might want to think about and drop a loony in a poppy bin or something as long as it's going to some half decent. But Other than that, I hope you have a great uh, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is, wherever you are. And I will catch you, Mob, in the next episode. Be good, you gaggly geese. Hooroo.